Hello again. This is Pastor Deborah. And this is part two of the Sorcerer's Apprentice blog post and video and podcast. This will be continuation of part one. Please enjoy and learn what happens to Mickey and be able to look at yourself and see if you too have taken a journey and have stolen power and have had some troubles and had to be rescued. Enjoy and listen to the story. Commanding the Stars and Planets Hello, little one. Hello, Your Majesty. What story are you going to tell me today? A very good one, little one. Do you remember where we left Mickey? Yes, sir. Sleeping and beginning to dream. That is right. Little one, Mickey began to, to sleep as he leaned back in the master sorcerer's chair, wearing the stolen hat of magic. And while the mutated broom is obeying the command of Mickey, who is wearing the hat of magic, to fill up the buckets with water and pour them into the magic well. So Mickey began to dream. You're right, little one. He began to dream, but he actually began... He began to dream, but he actually became aware of the realm of the spirit, for his conscious awareness was not awake to interfere with his spirit and its awareness, and his hidden man's heart could be free to live in the world of itself and its thoughts, concepts, ideas, feelings, and desires. Mickey's dreams became spiritual reflections of his own thoughts and concepts of himself. For little one, there is a great and powerful rule in the realm of the spirit, which is as one thinks in one's heart, the deeply hidden man of the soul, so he is. One's thoughts and ideas, imaginations and feelings, hopes and desires take on the life and form in the spirit as real. Now in the realm of dreams, in the dark visions of the night, in the realm of the spirit, Mickey's imaginations, thoughts and ideas were free to be released and come forth out of their darkly hidden place in the soul. But when Mickey was awake, the true hidden man of the hidden heart had to stay hidden if it was not really to be if it was not to be really discovered, and thus others learn it was there and what it really wanted, its true desires. And what it was plotting to do. No, this hidden person of a deep sub below consciousness stayed down. 
hidden, and when Mickey was awake, and when Mickey was awake, just think and plot, and not allow anyone to know what it was really thinking or feeling or even desire. Mickey's hidden heart, little one, really wanted and believed it was the most powerful sorcerer in the universe. Your Majesty? Yes, little one. How could Mickey think that? He was only a little boy and still learning under the master sorcerer. Little one, the hidden heart of the soul believes and think its beliefs and thoughts will not reflect the tr- what the truth really is. It lives in a dark, ignorant world of pride, lust and self, anger and jealousy for not being the most powerful. It becomes blinded by its own desires and lust of wanting to be something it really was not. Sir, did it know it stole the head of magic? Yes and no. Yes, it sort of knew it was somebody else's. But it would lie to itself, blind itself to this truth. And it could only feel and desire what it wanted for itself. Why would Mickey do that? Little one, this is the nature and character of this hidden person of the soul. And it had gotten this nature and character, concepts and lust and desires and wants and ability. To lie to itself, deceive itself, be blinded by lust and its great rays of power. And with this power from the evil and dark nature of another, and would come all this of another, and would come all that this hidden person of the hidden heart wanted and desired. This basic desire and want came from another's DNA. The father and mother of this person, the dark adversary of me and a God beloved, Satan and his nature. Sir, yes, little one, how could there be so many different people inside of Mickey? I thought he was just one little guy. Little one, all humans are many and broken into divisions of self and within one spirit and soul and they all need to be made whole and in unity as one. So in this shape, the hidden man is very powerful. And you can begin to see its true thoughts and feelings as Mickey begins to dream. Little one, Mickey's spirit was able, 
by his own thoughts and imaginations to create his own world, whatever kind he believed in and thought in his spiritual heart he wanted. It was done. So the souls, the hidden person of the heart, did the desiring and the lusting and would then use the spiritual abilities of the spirit to create the world the hidden person of the soul wanted to live in, wanted to live in, or all his lust of his hidden heart would be satisfied and become sort of its realm of reality, even though it was not the truth of the natural world. Little one, the hidden person of the heart of a soul only wanted to live in a world, a realm, where it was the supreme, the master, the Lord, the most powerful person in the universe. But sir, I don't like this Mickey at all. Neither do I. Sir, yes, little one, can we stop the story here for today? My heart is so sad at this news about humanity. In this hidden part of each of us. Sir, is there any hope for us? Yes, little one, there is. Good. Let's go listen to the singing flowers and watch the dancing butterflies, okay? Okay. Let's go. The dreams of the hidden heart. Little one, wake up from your nap. And let's keep walking. Okay, sir, I was just so sleepy. Yes, you were, little one. Sir, do I dream in my spiritual heart like Mickey? Do I dream of being in another world and being powerful and commanding the stars and planets like Mickey was doing? Yes, little one, all humanity does. But sometimes the dreams are scary, sir. Yes, little one, they are. For when the spiritual heart dreams, it enters. It really awakens to the spirit, to the realm of the spirit that it lives in all the time. Sir, yes, little one. What else did Mickey do in his dreams? Well, little one, he imagined himself, saw himself in the sorcerer's robe and wearing the hat of magic. The hat of magic was Mickey's hidden man's heart, his desiring this for itself. Well, in the dream, Mickey's hidden heart's desires to be a mighty, all-supreme sorcerer that could speak to the oceans of water in the deeps below him. The water of the ocean seemed to answer Mickey's calls, his commands to rise up and roar. Mickey's hidden heart, the hidden man of the soul, felt so safe powerful. For in his own hidden heart, Mickey had imagined himself 
to be high on a mountaintop, a great high mountain, as the Almighty, as the Almighty One, the great, high, supreme sorcerer. For this was Umiki's hidden heart, believed he was, desired to be, and therefore his imagination made it so. In the dreams of Mickey, in the realm of the spirit. Little one, in Mickey's dream, he watches as the powerful waves of the ocean, the water from the fountain of water. The water responded to Mickey's voice, his spiritual thoughts, his commands to rise, awake and roar. Mickey was practicing his authority and power of things such as he had seen the nat his in the natural his master sorcerer had through words of commanding and the hat of magic. The water arose and roared. You mean Mickey could command the oceans and the seas? Yes, little one, in Mickey's dream. In the realm of the spirit, the unseen realm of the spirit, all forms of creation await a voice of authority and with dominion to speak and command. What happened to the waves, sir? Oceans rose up high and roared with its mighty sounds of power. And the waves would crash down and Mickey would get splashed the wet spray with the wet spray of the water. Sir? Yes? How could the water in Mickey's dream be real and get him wet? I don't understand. The water wasn't real, was it? Wow, little one. You are full of wonderful questions. In Mickey's dream... In the realm of the spirit, the realm of dreams, the realm of the unseen words, all things are possible. All things are real. All things can be mutated. Yes, the realm of Mickey's dreams is a real world, a world of the power of imaginations and one of thoughts. I don't understand. That's okay, little one. With more teaching and time, you will. But that's enough of Mickey's story for today. Okay, sir. Mickey wakes up. Wake up, little one. Time to walk and talk again. Okay, your majesty. Are you going to tell me more about Mickey and his dream? Yes, little one, I am. Do you remember where we left Mickey, little one? Yes, sir. He was dreaming and was so happy and content in his dream of him being a powerful sorcerer 
and commanding the water to rise and roar. Mickey's hidden heart was so happy, pleased and full of great pride of his magical power of the hat of magic, the stolen power, and its power to mutate things, to command, to command things, to obey his commands. Oh, such joy and rejoicing in his hidden heart was feeling as it dreamed and was able to express itself in its stolen power in his dreams of the realm of the spirit. But Mickey's dreams were interrupted. How, Your Majesty, by the reality of the earthly world. Remember, Mickey had ordered the mutated broom to fill the buckets with water from the well and to take the water to the magic pool and empty the water in there. Yes, I do remember that, sir. But little one, in Mickey's dream, in the realm of dreams, in the realm of the spirit, Mickey's hidden heart forgot the realm of the earth and how he left it with the mutated broom, still doing what it was commanded to do with the water. Fill the magic pool with water. And the mutated broom was still doing just that as Mickey was sleeping and dreaming. So, little one, the reality of the earthly world and the realm of Mickey's dreams met head on. Splash! The water from the realm of the earth was now filling the whole room where the magic pool was, where the mutated broom had never stopped obeying the commands of Mickey to fill the magic pool with water. From the buckets. The magic pool of water was now overflowing. The mutated broom had been faithfully obeying the commands of Mickey. What did Mickey do, sir? Well, little one, he rushed to the broom and shouted, Stop! Did the broom stop? No, little one, it did not. But why? Mickey did not know why the broom would not stop. The broom just marched right over Mickey and kept filling up the magic pool of water from the buckets. Oh, Mickey cried out, Mutantas! But the broom did not obey Mickey. It just kept filling its buckets with water, pouring them to the magic pool. What happened, Your Majesty? Mickey became very fearful and frantic to stop the broom, for the water was overflowing the room. So his hidden heart had a plan. Mickey got an axe on the wall and would chop the broom into pieces. His hidden heart just knew this would stop the broom. Did it work, sir? That will be for another day of the story, little one. What I want you to learn from this part of Mickey's story is, one, that a hidden heart of the soul can cause great problems for itself and others. And these things can get out of control 
Two, that one can live in one's hidden heart in a dream. It's sort of a dream world. That is not the truth of the reality of the soul. And three, that power and authority that is stolen and one has not been released to use it or borrow it. The hidden heart will not know how to use this power and authority without causing problems for itself and others. I want you to just think about this part of the story of Mickey and the hat of magic as we walk today. Okay, I have a lot to think about today for sure, sir. Yes, little one, you do. But now, let's just walk and enjoy the walk. Okay, sir. Mickey's great plan. Get the axe. Little one, little one, yes, sir, time to wake up, walk and talk again. Okay, sir, are you going to tell me more about Mickey? Yes, little one, I am. Little one, do you remember where we left off with Mickey? Yes, sir, I do. Mickey had been sleeping and dreaming got woke up from his dream of being a supreme sorcerer with great power. By water splashing in the room and getting him all wet. Yes, little one, that is correct. And Mickey saw the broom continuing to fill its buckets with water and pouring the water into the magic pool. The broom had continued to obey the commands of Mickey, even while Mickey was sleeping and dreaming. Now the magic pool was overflowing and filling up the room with water. So Mickey shouted at the broom to stop, but it wouldn't. It just kept right on going, filling up its buckets with water from the fountain and taking them to the magic pool to pour the water in. It didn't stop. No, little one, it didn't. What did Mickey do? He tried commanding the broom to stop trying to use the stolen power of the head of magic. Mutantus, Mickey commanded, but he was frantic and frightened. Then what happened? That is where we stopped last time. Yes, sir, it is. Now listen, little one, to more of the story of Mickey and his hidden heart. Mickey's hidden heart was now very frantic fearful at what was going on, and it was trying to fix this problem that was happening. Nothing Mickey said, wearing the hat of magic worked. The broom just kept on going. Then Mickey's hidden heart came up with a plan. Mickey grabbed an axe from off the wall, waited for the broom to return with its buckets full of water, on its way to the magic pool. Then as the broom passed, he raised up his arms and he chopped the broom into thousands of pieces, splinters. The broom had been stopped and broken into thousands of pieces of wood was just laying on the floor. Mickey's hidden heart was silent. He just gazed at the broom that was now chopped into thousands of pieces. 
just laying on the floor. What happened, Your Majesty? Suddenly, to Mickey's great surprise, little one, each splinter of the broom jumped up off the floor, sprouted arms and legs, and became a broom. Each splinter now was a broom with arms and legs and two water buckets filled with water. How could that happen, sir? Little one, power is the ability to change and transform, to create and design at the commands of the one wearing the hat of magic through words or movements of the hands or even just one's thoughts. But when the power had been stolen, taken without training, without supervision, without proper education, or the proper use, an apprentice finds out the bad, unpredictable, uncontrollable part of the power that is there through the hat of magic. Stolen power for the only purpose of the desires of the hidden heart, to be famous, powerful, great, magnificent, not for the good of humanity and others, becomes unauthorized, unrighteous, illegal power and authority. When a hidden heart only desires to make itself feel better and not feel depressed, sad, that it is is the soil and the seeds of disaster and trouble. The broom had multiplied and now had become an army of brooms. Hundreds of brooms marching from the well to the magic pool and back again. The broom was still obeying the original commands of Mickey. Fill the buckets. Pour the water into the magic pool. So now, Thousands of brooms, the army of brooms, was obeying the orders of Mickey. Poor Mickey had truly been awoken out of his dream of being the supreme sorcerer of the universe. These dreams were gone, and all that remained to deal with was this terrible, frightening, unending situation of the broom. The frightened Mickey, the untrained apprentice, who had no education, knowledge, or had any supervision as to all the possible consequences that could happen, was overwhelmed and so frantic. Oh, little one, how quickly the hidden heart of Mickey changed. Sir, yes, little one, did Mickey fix this problem? No, little one. He didn't. The problem of the broom just got worse. But that's for another day. Okay. What I want you to learn, little one, today is this. When one's soul and its hidden heart feels devalued, powerless, not happy, not respected, just feeling as a slave and not important, and is angry at this lack of recognition and power, it will steal these desired and coveted feelings from stolen power of another. One's hidden heart will steal another's power and authority for itself to acquire the desired feelings 
It wants to fear. The hidden heart covets and lusts after recognition, power, and authority so much it will do whatever is necessary to get the object of the desires, the lust, the coveting for itself. And then out of this soil, the hidden heart, things are done, experiences happen, dreams occur, bad things begin. Yes, sir, I can see that. I'm going to think about all this some more, okay? Yes, little one, you do that as we walk today. Okay. Mickey, swimming for his life. Good morning, little one. Good morning, Your Majesty. Little one, are you ready to walk and talk with me today? Yes, sir. I am. I'm looking forward to it. Great. Remember where we left off with Mickey? Yes, sir, I do. He had just had a great idea to stop the broom. Chop it up. Yes, he did. And what happened? The broom broke up into thousands of brooms, an army. That is right. Good memory there. And the brooms just kept getting water in their buckets and kept filling up the magic pool of the great sorcerer. Now, things got worse for Mickey, little one. The water was getting deeper and deeper. Mickey had to swim for his life. Mickey had to swim for his life, and he was struggled to stay afloat in the deep, swirling water. Mickey was treading water furiously to keep himself above the water. Oh, dear, Your Majesty, Mickey was in terrible trouble, wasn't he? Yes, dear one, he was. When a heart is one that steals power from another to make itself feel valued, important, great, beautiful, powerful, and deceives itself with dreams of greatness and power, bad things begin to happen. What was stolen and became unauthorized power to satisfy a hidden heart's lust and desires. It will steal and not be authorized. Deception sets in and will bewitch its own self. And then have great dreams of grandeur about itself. Then darkness of reality sets in. And covers the hearts and eyes sight. What did Mickey do, your majesty? Well, by chance, the sorcerer's book of spells floated by. And Mickey climbed on top of it, little one. He began turning the pages as fast as he could. And as best as he could. For he was desperately looking for a spell that would stop the enchanted, bewitched broom. Did he find one, sir? No, little one, he did not. Do you know how hard it is to be so fearful of dying, having the world swirling around you, your mind roaring in great fear and the waves of water roaring and splashing around you? Mickey was desperate to find solutions 
right in the middle of the raging storm. The winds of fear and death roaring loud in the ears and mind of Mickey. What happened? That little one will be the next story on our walk. But know this. When one's hidden heart steals something of another for itself. The object of the desire of the heart that was thought and believed to be good for it. And the desire to have it was so strong and powerful to have it. This object that it lusted after with a fierce and dark desire. A deep sickness develops in the heart. Bad things happen. Everything is touched, afflicted by the deep lusting of the hidden heart and its desires to satisfy itself above all. The hidden heart becomes blind to this sickness and disease of the heart and will not even be aware of it until the disease spreads out into the real world and causes troubles for everyone and everything. The lust of the hidden heart brings with them seeds of fear and trouble and possible death. Wow, I really have to think about this part of the story about Mickey. Yes, little one, you do. Let's keep walking. Mickey and the Book of Spells and the Whirlpool of Water. Little one, wake up. It's time to walk and talk. Yes, sir, your majesty, I am awake. Little one, do you remember where we left Mickey? Yes, sir, I do. He was hanging on to the book of spells trying to stay afloat from the raging waves from the water. That is right, he was. He was very afraid, wasn't he? Yes, little one, he was. He was afraid of dying in the water. He was going to drown, your majesty. Was he going to drown, your majesty? We'll have to find out as we talk and walk today. So on, I will tell you more of the Mickey and the stolen hat of magic. Little one, big and terrible events. A big and terrible event was happening to Mickey. Something more frightening than the army of brooms. And something happened. What, sir? The book of spells that Mickey was floating on began to spin. There was now in a great whirlpool of the water. Winds and swirling water was all around Mickey. The book of spells he was hanging on to tightly. Mickey and the book of spells were now caught arms of the whirlwind of the water. Oh no, was Mickey going to be okay? Little one, Mickey felt himself in the book of spells, being pulled down, 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 where, your majesty? Little one, when one's hidden man of the soul has illegally gotten by stealing and being unrighteous being an unrighteous person, someone else's power and authority, bad things will happen. 
Death has a right to take you in the very element of the stolen authority. The commands of the hat of magic of another had the right to destroy the thief of someone else's property. The water which was used to help to solve problems, to refresh and be used to help others, had become a destroyer, an adversary, a killer, an enemy to Mickey, the thief of the stolen power, the hat of magic. Why, sir? Because when one takes something that does not belong to him and steals it, Desires it for his own self-glory and uplifting. Through his, this unrighteous act of being unauthorized to use this great power. These desires of the hidden heart will bring about the very opposite of what this heart of lust desired. Instead of life and glory, came death and fear. Down, 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 Mickey felt himself going deeper and deeper into the whirlpool. What happened to Mickey? I will tell you more next time. We walk and talk, little one. But learn this. When the soul's hidden man steals power and authority from another, for one's own personal use and glory, and just dreams of his own grandeur, and has dreams of his own glory. When he had no training, no teaching, no tutoring, and discipline, and not released by his tutor and supervisor, the great mature sorcerer, the soul has no foundations of the rightful use of the hat of magic, the legal right to use the power the knowledge of the serious consequences of misuse of the power, the rightful use of power and the wise knowledge of the abuse of this power. And therefore, Mickey had none of this training, education, and knowledge. And therefore, bad things will happen. Little one, next time, When we walk and talk, I will tell you more of Mickey, the stolen head of magic, the magic broom, the room of the whirlpool of water, the untrained and untutored, uneducated, and unapproved sorcerer's apprentice, and the broom of magic. Okay, Your Majesty, you always give me so much to think about and to learn. Yes, little one. There is much to learn and to know about one's hidden heart of the soul. Mutandus, little one. Yes, sir. Wake up. Okay. Get dressed and we will walk some more today. Okay, Your Majesty. Sir, are you going to tell me more of Mickey's story? Yes, little one, I am. Good. I didn't sleep good after the last one. Why, little one? Because Mickey was on the book of spells in the water. 
that was swirling in a whirlpool, and he was sinking deeper down into the center of it. Yes, he was, little one. For one, for when one illegally gets power and uses it for only his own hidden man's glory of himself and not to help humanity, then there is trouble, fear, death, hidden and swirling around him in the whirlpool of the water. Little one, anyone will discover this for themselves and even experience being taken down on the very thing that was used to make ourselves feel like another one, one with legitimate power and the uses, the power of the hat of magic and the book of spells to become an illegitimate, unrighteous sorcerer as others. So little one, let's walk and talk some more. Swirling around and around, Mickey and the book of spells were going down and deeper. They were going into the whirlpool of water. These two were going, and then it happened. Mickey fell into the swirling water of the whirlpool and was sinking down. Mickey was slipping down into the darkness of the water. Death was there, and it was beginning to take and cover Mickey's life with the shroud of death. And he heard a loud, thundering voice, the voice of the mighty sorcerer, say, Mutandus! Words spoken by the rightful owner of the power of the book of spells, the head of, mag- of magic, Mutandus. Words spoken loud, booming, and full of authority. Words spoken to the water. The broom and the powerful came, command, Mutandus. But the rightful sorcerer was not even wearing the hat of magic. But your majesty, how could the sorcerer have any power without the hat of magic? I thought the power to speak to things and command them was in the wearing of the hat of magic. Good question, little one. A very good question. Let me help you to spiritually understand. Okay, little one. Things which came into the life by words of power and authority. Even if the magic was stolen and did not legally belong to Mickey, were brought to life by the power of magic that was of another realm, the realm of power and spirit. So the head of magics was full of power of another realm, the realm of the spirit, that is where we are now, right, sir? That is right, little one. Little one, when the rightful owner of the power of this realm speaks to that which was illegally created by the power of this realm, speaks with legal authority and righteousness, the words of power have the ability to stop, change, nullify, end, what was illegally created 
and under the influence of the power. So that is how the mighty sorcerer could speak and stop the whirlpool and the water and the burnings. Yes, little one, that is how. But sir, I thought the hat was the power to change things. When one who was wearing it spoke, things happened magically. Yes, that is what everyone believes, but it is not true. The hat was only an extension of the center of the power, which resided, which only resided in the very legal and authorized owner of the power. The very heart and mind of the one who had been trained, educated, supervised, tutored, and released by his teacher and was legally given the legal authority to have and use the fullness of the power, even the power that was illegal and stolen by another. The hat of magic was an extension of the power and the power was still within the hat. But the power became perverted by unrighteousness, by an evil heart's desires, and thus would pervert the commands. Sir, was the hat like a wand of a wizard or witch? Yes, little one. It is just an instrument of the extension of the source of the power. And it was just a vessel through which the power flowed. Is that what a sword is? Yes, little one. A sword, too, is just an extension of the arm, more importantly, of the heart and the mind of the one who has the sword in his possession. Power can be deceptive and cause one to begin thinking evil, and to do unrighteous acts of behavior. Are magic potions also like the hat? Yes, little one, they are. What about a gun? Yes, the same. A knife? Yes. A plane? Yes. They all have power, and they can be used and directed and ordered by the heart and mind of the one who possesses them. To do righteous or unrighteous things. For self-glory or for helping others. When one desires power, they must be authorized, tutored, trained, educated, and supervised. By legal and authorized teachers, supervisors, until they are legally released to use the power for good and not evil. Oh, my. Let's stop for today, Your Majesty. This is new to me to spiritually understand, for my mind believes something else was true. These new concepts and ideas are so new for me to think about. Yes, little one, they are. But I am telling you now so you can ponder and process these new concepts. These stories are part of your new spiritual training and tutoring to become a powerful spiritual one yourself, a powerful, righteous ruler 
over my kingdom on earth. When I have you spiritually educated, trained, and have new concepts living in your new heart and mind, and have been under my supervision, and then released to become the powerful leader you have been born to be, a mighty ruler over all the power and authority I have for righteous and legal use for humanity. Oh, my sir. I'm not ready to do all that yet. I am just a little one, a child. Yes, little one, just a child you are now. But by walking and talking with me daily, you are becoming an adult in your ideas, concepts, and beliefs of this new spiritual life. So just keep walking with me and talking to me and stay on this course and you will grow as I have desired for you to do. But for a long time, you will think as a child, and I will be your teacher, tutor, and guide. So let's walk, little one, and be together on this fine day, and travel along. Mickey and the Stolen Power of the Hat of Magic. Little one, little one, wake up. It's time to get up and walk and talk. Okay, Your Majesty, I'm up and ready. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to continue on with Mickey and his story. Do you remember where we left off, little one? Yes, sir, I do. The real sorcerer had just come back to the room where Mickey was and saw the whirlpool of water swirling in the room, and the enchanted army of brooms were still filling up their buckets with water, and things were not good. Yes, little one, that is right. Now let's pick up the story. Okay, Your Majesty. The rightful owner, the sorcerer, had just entered into the room of the swirling water and spoke the words, Mutandus! And he spread out his arms in a very authoritative position to stop the whirlpool of water and the army of brooms. And immediately, the water vanished, and the army of brooms just disappeared. Sir, yes, little one, how could the water just disappear? Wasn't it real? And the brooms, weren't they real? Great questions to ask. So I'm going to teach you about something you are now ready to begin to spiritually perceive and understand that you have not heard about until this day. The great head of magic had the power to bring two realms together as though they were one. Two that have been separated by a veil, a door of separation, had been opened Pulled back, and two that were separated, yet parallel, became as one realm, one world, together as one. Is that what happened with Mickey and the water and the brooms? Yes, little one, exactly. What was, what was of the two realms? The head of magic and its power opened the door. Between the two realms, and Mickey 
and the room was in a mess of trouble. So in the room, the whirlpool, whirlpool of water and the army of rooms and what was not supposed to have come out of the realm of magic, out of the realm of the spirit, in Mickey's ignorance and lack of education and training, caused these two realms to be as one in the room. Little one, when magic is used with its great powers of authority and dominion, a veil of separation can be removed, opened, and the veil is lifted between these two worlds. The realm of the natural and the realm of the spiritual, supernatural. Little one, what is spiritual, supernatural, can come into the natural realm if the veil is lifted and the door is opened to it. So the water and the whirlpool and the brooms were a supernatural manifestation of a spiritual event happening in the realm of the spirit, the realm that appears to us in our dreams when the doorway and the veil had been opened and pulled back and our spiritual being enters that realm. Little one, when the two realms are not separated by a veil or the closed door, and it will take the words of the righteous sorcerer to speak words of authority and dominion to the water and the brooms to return back to the realm of the spirit. And then the rightful, well-trained sorcerer closed the door and pulled the veil down and separated these two realms from each other. Then, through the righteous authority of the rightful owner of the hat magic, the two realms were separated. In the words of the unrighteous one who stole the power of the hat of magic, you mean Mickey? Yes, Mickey. And his words and deeds can be destroyed, canceled, and undone. So, Your Majesty, when the authorized and righteous owner of the head of magic and the great power it had, the big sorcerer, just spoke and raised his arms and hands and the two realms obeyed him? Yes, little one, they did. Will you tell me more about this veil and door that is between the two realms, two worlds? Yes, little one, I will, but not today. That will be for our next walk. I just wanted you to introduce you today to this idea of two realms becoming one. Okay, Your Majesty, I really want to hear about that. Great. Let's keep on toward the great city. Sir, yes, little one. What is the great city like? Ah, we have time to learn about it as we walk. Okay, Your Majesty. Mickey's Humbling.
This podcast will finish up the story of the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Hope you've enjoyed it. Listen to how it ends. Little one, little one. Yes, sir. Let's walk and talk some more. Okay, Your Majesty, I'm up and ready. Remember where we left Mickey? Yes, sir, I do. He had gotten into very deep trouble in a whirlpool swirling water. And the real sorcerer had come back and saw the whirlpool of water and the army of brooms in the room. And then he spoke the authorized words of power. Lutandus! The water disappeared. So did the army of brooms. Little one, how did Mickey feel at that time? Not very good. Tell me how you think Mickey's hidden man of his subconscious, his hidden heart, was feeling. Sir, you probably felt very humiliated. Yes, I think ashamed, guilty, displeasure from the real sorcerer. Very good, little one. All are correct. And what do you think the real sorcerer was thinking and feeling about Mickey? Mad at Mickey. Yes. Anything else? Disappointed, I think. Yes, angry at him. I know. Good. Why would the real sorcerer feel disappointed in Mickey's actions? Had Mickey acted like a righteous sorcerer? Did Mickey demonstrate a proper and legal way of the hat of magic? Was the magician being selfish with the power of the hat of magic and didn't want to share it and share its power with anyone, not even Mickey? What do you think, little one? I think the real sorcerer was mad because Mickey stole took something that was not his. It was not given to him as a gift. That's right. So what do you think Mickey had to do? Give back the head of magic. Yes, that is correct. Was Mickey now a happy person? Well, no. He lost what his hidden heart, his soul, and his subconscious mind desired to have above all things, no matter what. Well, why would his heart desire something so much that it would steal something that did not belong to it? What was Mickey's hidden heart person's desire from the magic cat? Power, authority, rulership, greatness, feelings of grandeur, control of power, control to control the source of the power, the thoughts of being a supreme sorcerer, great in the universe. Were these bad or wrong thoughts for Mickey's hidden heart to have and desire? I think so. Sort of, right? These topics we'll talk about later in another story. Do you think that the real sorcerer was happy and pleased with Mickey? No, sir. He was not. Okay, little one. So after the rightful owner of the hat of magic was given back his own property, the hat of magic, by Mickey himself, and put it on his own head, what do you think happened? 
He beat up Mickey, yelled at him, disowned him. Sort of little. Mickey knew he had done wrong and was humbly and humbly handed back the hat of magic from off his head and handed it back to the rightful owner, the righteous sorcerer. Then Mickey began to humbly walk out of the room when he felt himself being lifted up and swept out of the room by a broom. And the sorcerer said to Mickey, don't forget your broom. So when one steals power that has been given it, you has, has, when one steals power that has not been given it legally and in righteousness, one is a thief. Mickey's hidden heart, the subconscious person, will steal another's property power, authority, control for itself and make itself feel powerful, somebody, supreme, almighty, majestic, in control of things and situations. And now, little one, what have you learned from this story of Mickey, the sorcerer's apprentice, that one must not take somebody else's things that had not been given to you. Good. And that before one can be given something of power, one needs to be educated, and trained, and supervised for a long time before they are ready to operate in the gift. I had a magic alone and not make trouble and get into situations that one cannot control and become very dangerous. Also, when one is operating in a powerful gift, a powerful hat, it needs to be used for the good of others and not just for making one's own self feel good and great, more accepted by himself, more valued by himself, more power within himself, more blessed and recognized by his own heart within himself, and more glorious than anyone. What happened to Mickey, sir? He went back to his rightful position of being a sorcerer's apprentice, back under authority and supervision, back to school and mentoring, back to his place of being a student under his teacher, the righteous and mature sorcerer, back to carrying the water himself and sweeping the floors with his own hands with a broom, back to the position he was in before, but now with much more truth about himself and his deceptive heart's desires that would steal another's property and use it for his own profit and glory without permission and without education and training. Mickey returned back to his original position as an apprentice under the sorcerer. Did the real sorcerer stay mad at Mickey forever? No, little one. He did not because he knew Mickey's hidden heart needed transformation, changing, development, education, reprogramming, supervision. And if it got these things, Mickey's hidden heart would grow into a righteous sorcerer 
in his own right. And he would get his own hat of magic that he could use to help others. So, little one, that ends this story of Mickey and the hat of magic. Did you enjoy the story? Oh, yes, sir, I did. I have much to think about, Mickey, and my own hidden heart and power, and being a prentice under you, Your Majesty. What story are you going to tell me next? I will let that be a surprise. Okay, let's keep walking. Can we sing a song? Yes, little one, we can. Will the flowers sing with us? Yes, they will.